the Golden State Warriors and the Los Angeles Lakers will meet in this year's NBA Western Conference semifinals, while Stephen Curry and LeBron James face each other for the fifth time in the playoffs after playing each other four times in the NBA Finals between 2015 and 2018. Welcome back to CGTN Sports Talk. I am your host Li Chang. First, let's take a look back at how the Warriors struggled out of the seven-game series against the Sacramento Kings in the first round. Though more people had favored the Warriors, which are the reigning champions, over the Kings, which had missed the playoffs for 16 straight campaigns, the Warriors nearly blew the series early after losing the first two games. They had no way to contain De'Aaron Fox or Malik Monk. While finding it more and more difficult for any warrior whose name doesn't begin with Stephen or ends with Thompson to score consistently, fortunately, the Warriors managed to secure three consecutive wins from Game Three thanks to Curry's sharp offense and Kevon Looney's rebounding dominance. Nonetheless, even with these two advantages, They failed to grasp the opportunity to end the series at home in Game Six. The process of this loss is even more frustrating than the result because most of the team were lifeless on the court and didn't seem bothered at all that they could be knocked out in the first round in the following season after winning the championship. In the end, 35-year-old Curry played probably his best postseason game with 50 points to carry the Warriors through the first round. He even reportedly spoke out loud before the game to remind the rest of the team how much more important victory is more than personal feelings. This is the guy who said no more than, "What are they gonna say now after winning the title and the Finals MVP last season?" In response to his daughters, I guess when the babyface assassin gets serious. It's enough to give Maple Jordan chills. So now the Warriors are in the Western semifinals, facing the other underdog of the conference, the Lakers, which beat the Memphis Grizzlies 4-2 to come here. It's hard to say which side is older. Stephen is 35, Clay 33, Draymond 33, LeBron 38, Anthony Davis is 30 years old. But the Lakers have a better rest. The good news for the Warriors is that they don't have to scratch their brains this time to figure out how to guard quick, athletic small guards like Fox or Monk, because the Lakers are not well equipped as the Kings are on this front. Wiggins is definitely an elite defender. But no defender is perfect. Just like you can't ask Gary Payton or Michael Jordan to mark Hakeem Olajuwon or Shaq on every possession. Wiggins is just not good at guarding Fox's type of player. Neither is Draymond or Kevon Looney. The Lakers have only one player of this category, and it's Dennis Schroeder, who shot only nine field goals at 36% to average 4.7 points in the six games, all off the bench of the first round. The bad news, however, is that if both teams continue their latest rotations, Schroeder will face Jordan Poole in the backup unit's competitions. Disappointing is far from enough to describe Poole's performance or. Underperformance against the Kings. Neither was he able to make up for his defensive vulnerability with offensive highlight facing the defensive deadweight of Monk. In contrast, Schroeder was trusted on many occasions to defend the opponent's backcourt ace like John Morant. If Coach Darwin Ham decides to give Schroeder 
a bigger offensive role, he is very capable of tossing both Poole and Warriors bench squad into serious trouble. The Warriors have more bench trouble to deal with, and his name is Rihachimura, who scored 20 plus points in two games, the second most in the first round, next to Monk's three. The Warriors have good defenders off the bench, like Gary Payton II and Dante DiVincenzo, but both are much outsized by Hachimura who often posts up in to shoot in the middle or low posts, making it much more difficult to defend him. Of course, both sides face much bigger concerns in the starting lineups and clutch time competitions. The first question for the Lakers is that, who should they have guard Stephen Curry? D'Angelo Russell is out of the discussion. Both Austin Reeves and Jared Vanderbilt can give a shot, which means the other may have to play Tom and Jerry with Klay Thompson. Considering that Curry has more tricks via screenplays with Draymond and will play no shorter than 36 minutes per game, Reeves is a better choice than Vanderbilt to guard him. Vanderbilt can be a bigger variable than expected in this series because Draymond will definitely be the one marking him and then leave him open to help others defensively. That's what Jaron Jackson Jr. did for the Grizzlies. Vanderbilt made five triples at 29.4% in the first round, but still didn't change the way they look at him. That's why he has played less than 20 minutes per game against the Grizzlies. But if the Lakers are willing to take a risk, they can also have Vanderbilt mark Wiggins or even Dream On, so he can join Davis and LeBron in protecting the paint and cutting the Warriors' ball movement. That raises the question for the Warriors. They managed to make an all-star center, Domantas Sabonis, very uncomfortable in the first round, probably more miserable on the defensive end, since Sabonis is not good at nearly anything on the defensive end. Now it's the defensive player of the year caliber in Davis the Warriors have to face. Not to mention that they have to watch out for Reeves and LeBron's abilities to draw charging fouls and Vanderbilt's defensive power when he joins hands with Davis to make anyone they take into a sandwich. Davis' presence can be a challenge to Looney as well. Sabonis is this season's NBA rebounds leader, but Looney nearly ate him alive by averaging 15.1 rebounds per game, including 5.3 offensive rebounds. Davis averaged 13.7 rebounds per game against the Grizzlies while investing a lot of efforts in delivering 4.3 blocks per game. Oh yeah, there's also LeBron who grabs 11.2 rebounds per game. The two combined to get exactly the same offensive rebounds as Looney did. At least the Warriors won't feel like home when they work in the paint against the Lakers. LeBron still leads the Lakers in average points against the Grizzlies and plays great defense. But it's still easy to tell that he's now more careful choosing when he turns on full speed to attack. The Warriors will probably have Wiggins mark him from the beginning, but get Clay and Draymond ready to switch anytime they need to. Let's take a pause here to count how many defensive duties Draymond has to carry. He may begin with Vanderbilt while getting ready to help. He will switch to cover LeBron from time to time and play mind games with one of the smartest basketball brains in history. It's not over yet. When both sides send a small ball squad to go for each other's throat, Draymond may guard Davis as well. But I hope it's only a figure of speech. I don't want to watch Draymond go for anyone's throat or any other part of their bodies. 
Like I said at the beginning, both the Warriors and the Lakers got much older this time compared with what they were in the previous four meetings. But this series is only likely to grow faster because neither side has perfect spacing and thus needs more easy points in transition. It can also get much more physical because it's one of the best ways to consume their best offensive players while throwing the rest of the teams into foul trouble. I think that's all for today. Thank you for listening. Please leave your thoughts on the topic under this post by CGT Sports on Twitter. Hopefully, I'll be speaking to you guys very soon next week. See ya.